1: There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
2: Hello, welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast. I'm Tom Marvin, one of the senior tech heads at BikeRadar.com. And joining me today in the podcast studio are Luke Marshall and Alex Evans. How are we getting on, guys? Go for it, Al. I'm all right. <laughs> good. Good good to hear, Luke. Would you like are you?
1: I'm all right. Nice, <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no let's,
0: let's be nice. No, we're, we're, we're very good, Tom. Thank you very much. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, uh, congratulations on your promotion to a senior technical editor thank you how, Alex. how many years have you worked uh, at the uh, bike radar mbuk what mountain bike cycling umbrella
2: nine and a half years flipping heck yeah that was um, a long time and congratulations to you as well Al, for becoming also a senior technical editor oh thank it's you well deserved yeah sorry
1: luke congratulations to you both <laughs> it's, it's, it's well deserved and i just, just sit here quietly <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, we got a lot of work to do though <laughs> but uh it's it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, what have we've both been doing? What have we all been getting up to? What have really? you
1: been up to, Tom? You can start us off.
2: All right. Okay. Thank you. I um I've not been doing a huge amount because um not been very well and uh I, I suffered suffered post COVID, so I've not really ridden very much recently. But what um, Tom actually means is he's been
0: sick, getting sick and gnarly on trails. Sick and gnarly.
2: I um I took an e bike out recently for the kind of the first time in quite a long time because I don't really ride e bikes anymore. Um and I had. A well good time I had party laps in the dust in the evening I had an ice cream before I set off and then a pizza and an ice cream when I finished double Uh, ice cream double ice cream and then rode back through the forest of Dean in the dark uh, trying to avoid roots and stumps and uh, branches and I had an awful lot of fun with John Woodhouse from Merida Europe and Anna Chapullo from our good friends at GMBN Good friend, There we go. Sounds um, like a nice evening. It was lush, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about you, Luke? What have you been doing?
1: Um, I've been out. Last week was testing the latest Mondraker Foxy Carbon RR with nice. the mind telemetry system. Oh,
2: yeah. This is the, um, the thing where it tells you all your suspension movements and stuff yeah. uh, and how far you've been. And you can just use Strava and some O-rings on your shocks.
1: Exactly. Yep. Ooh, ooh. Ooh.
0: But the little jobber looks a bit like a hammerhead shark thing Ooh. doesn't it, it doesn't, so that's The most pretty cool comments i
1: had is is that your mug guard that was <laughs> yeah. that's the, the most wow. comments i got on it so
0: uh, it, that's surprising that's an interesting thing because it's not that big no it's probably
1: yeah. why well, they're surprised and they not a very using good using mug guard as, yeah know, it wouldn't be a very good mug yeah.
0: but also it's been incredibly dry and dusty here hasn't mm. it in the uk um over up, the... up until about an hour and a half ago when it yeah. started raining yeah and that's it now we're into winter season <laughs> 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 my
2: garden is going to be much happier though yeah. so
1: and uh and coming up i've got the joys of uh testing helmet lights nice I don't know Good. alex knows all about lights testing i think he's been, yeah, out this yeah, day yeah. been doing that so yeah lights testing me in on the uh, what i've got to look forward to are
0: you have to look forward to uh well actually uh, i I'm, I'm gonna be um you luke you have it <laughs> easy you have it so easy to today no, no it's fine so i uh, yeah, t- tested lights uh, over the summer solstice which is great <coughs> fun when you live in Scotland and it
2: doesn't get dark until 10.30 at night. And you're someone who traditionally goes to bed at about quarter past seven yeah, after usually. you've had a bit of tea and listened to the Archers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh,
0: no, no tea after 3 p.m., Tom. We've already been over this. No caffeinated drinks. So, yeah, t- testing lights um, in the middle of summer, which means, you know, it was quite a few late finishes, mm. even for me, or early finishes, depending on what time mm. you wake up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh yeah, that's been great. And then I have just had a week off. So nice. I've swapped, swapped the mountain bike for a kayak basically. Oh nice. Yeah, being me and me and my partner being been kayaking. On the Dorset Coast? Yeah, on the Dorset coast, Lovely. yeah, on the Jurassic coast, looking out for fossils. Um, did you find any? Yeah, loads. Really? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I wouldn't know. I, well, we did pick up a stone actually. We we're on we were on the beach. You um, picked up a stone. Yeah, add
1: your picked
0: <laughs> Uh, no, no, but I do have a collection of shells. Yeah, oh. I do like do like my shells. But you're not allowed. To, don't take, things don't from take them from beaches. No, no, no. Don't take. No. Alex, so I have a
2: collection of shells at the beach that I haven't yeah. taken. Alex, yes. the paleontologist, a new yeah. career awaits.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, is this a, is this a fossil? I don't know. Might be. <laughs> Looks like one. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, Great. Yeah. So there you go. Feeling refreshed. Uh, oh yes, immensely refreshed. Good. Yeah. Good. No sarcasm in my voice there. at all. <laughs>
2: Well, um, we have a meeting in 35 minutes, so we're going to crack on with the meat of our podcast.
0: Oh, today. yeah, the meat. Yeah, not just chatting. Not just right.
2: chatting. Yeah, yeah. sadly. Do we, we should just have like a chatting podcast where we just chat. Yeah. Even more garbage than we usually do. Yeah, so, oh, if you want that, if you like that idea, please let email, us know. Oh, yeah, email podcast at We yeah. have an email address, so all your yeah. comments and suggestions and tech Q&A questions, because yeah. I'll be recording one of those uh, next week, yeah. um, but this podcast will probably go after that, but anyway.
0: Yeah, but please let us know if you just want a,
2: di- a diatribe of nonsense. Yeah, that's what um, podcasts mostly are. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, we like to be focused on our podcast here at yes, um, very focused so today we are
0: talking about mullet bikes which is interesting because you just mentioned you had an amazing ride the other day i did i
2: wonder if that was an intentional talking it, about that it wasn't no I, I i was just recounting a great ride but uh, it was on a mullet and i don't ride e-bikes very much as i said and I also don't ride mullets very much because a lot of the riding i do a lot of the bikes that i test are trail bikes which basically these days are just 29 straight up um but there are increasing numbers of Mullet, enduro, and downhill bikes. So, we're going to talk about what a mullet bike is, we're going to talk maybe how they arguably ride or why you might want a mullet bike, uh, and then Luke and Alex are going to wade in with their considered opinions on whether it's something that should or shouldn't be going on.
0: Uh, both Luke and I were shaking our heads at the word considered. <laughs> we were wade in with our opinions. Whether or not they're considered
2: is questionable. It's questionable. Um, so, Uh, Luke, why don't you kick us off with maybe defining, you know, if if you don't know what a mullet bike is what is a mullet? I mean if Luke doesn't know what it is, maybe he shouldn't do it
1: (laughs) 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 That's true, well to me uh, no. a mullet bike is a bike that has mixed wheel sizes yeah. so it has a 29 inch wheel at the front yeah. and a 650b wheel at the back
0: Okay. 650b is 27 and a half which is 27, 27 and a half, and a half. Yeah. Inches, so
1: uh, yeah. I, I get dragged into the MBUK lingo more than yeah. the bike radar one and they require 650b, 650B. So either 650b or 27.5 okay. inch wheel at the back and a 29 inch wheel at the front
2: so larger at the front, somewhat at the back and what is the what is the main argument for doing that, Why why are brands doing this
1: um mostly to allow you to have more space uh for your backside on longer travel bikes
2: okay so Uh, when you're sort of hitting big lumps you've got your weight further back the wheel the wheel sort of comes up and doesn't buzz buzz your bum
1: yeah so more so longer travel bikes downhill bikes enduro bikes for example you're generally riding those down steeper gnarlier terrain Mm -hmm. often bigger bumps and, and certainly like the steeper trails so you are moving your weight further back um some riders with the 29-inch wheels um can get like yeah hit in the backside or get some bumbas when you're going down those sort of ter- or that sort of terrain mm-hmm. and the smaller back wheel just gives you a bit more room for maneuverability.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Do you want to add anything to that? Al? Um I was just trying to think.
0: I guess uh, some brands are saying it's to do with handling as well. So um you know that makes the bike turn quicker, makes it, you know, like Shorter chainstays. Shorter chainstays. Good on an e-bike for that. Great on an e-bike. It could be also for a stronger back wheel. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like on e-bikes, you could have a really chunky, meaty rim on a smaller wheel um, to make it less prone to getting blown up. Yeah. Um, And then, um, you know, obviously party at the back,
2: business at the front. Which is like the the whole mullet thing, right? Yeah. So by that we mean, you know, so 29 front wheel in theory is, it's smoother, it's a bit more planted, a bit more controlled. Yeah. So you get a l- sort of good cornering and at the back you can sort of have a little bit slightly, you know, a smaller wheel is a bit less, it's a bit more unstable, a bit more rowdy and sort of like yeah. twangs and bangs through everything. But you have the front wheel like keeping it calm. So yeah. business at the front, party at the back. Exactly. Which is obviously utter crap. Well... Um, what you said you touched on early on. You said, "Oh, about handling and, and how it helps mm. make a bike turn quicker." Regardless of whether you agree with that or not, which you may or may not, I don't know. Why is that potentially the case?
0: Well, I mean, I'm no scientist. No, let me let me You're just a paleontologist put that out of as we <laughs> a, well, which is a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, well, you think about it, t- turning radiuses. Is a smaller wheel will be able to turn quicker than a larger wheel? Okay. Um, I think that probably makes sense. I'm sure. I'm sure there will be someone yeah, with with mathematical know how, yeah. uh, geometry. Even maybe mm-hmm. Isaac Newton will be there in the comments. I don't know. <laughs> is he? Is he about? Um, he, you know. So that's the idea. Is that it's easier to turn a smaller wheel. So you lean the bike over the smaller wheel at the back. It can flick and turn mm-hmm. around. Whereas your front wheel is taking a a larger turn radius. Uh-huh. So it you know kind of makes the handling calmer. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that's kind of one of the one of the other big things about about a mallet bike.
2: And does that relate as well to those sort of shorter chainstays? Having a shorter, snappier in inverted commas rear end is another sort of side yeah. benefit. And if you've got a motor, they're very common on e-bikes, eh? Because you've got a big motor around the BB, which you know I've ridden e-bikes where you've had like four sixty rear ends, which is huge with a twenty nine. You know. Um, so having a smaller wheel lets them shunt it a bit further forward mm-hmm. yeah, and, and fit more things in. Yeah, yeah, definitely like a packaging
0: a packaging thing, yeah. you know, it makes it easier to design. Mm. Um, I know when Yeti launched their 160E that, that I mm. tested, really, really actually amazing e-bike. Mm. Um, they were adamant that they could find a solution to the packaging issue of the mullet solution, basically. The mullet solution being that you put a smaller wheel on the back. You can make the motor encroach into the rear chainstay area, the rear chainstay, the chainstay area, so that you don't have to compromise on suspension design, etc. But Yeti were like, no, we want a 29-inch wheel on the back. We're going to make it work, and we don't want the chainstays to be 480 millimeters long. So they designed a system where the chainstays were like 440 or something like that, and they've got a 29er in there. Yeah, and Um, the motor. And the motor, and the suspension, and the whole lot. Uh, another brand that's doing this is Marin or mm-hmm. Marin. Marin. If, if you're actually able to pronounce the word. Um, and you know their e bike has short chain stays, like four thirty five or something like that. Yeah. Twenty nine. Well, it's sold with a mullet setup, but you can put you a twenty nine inch in there because it uses the same chain stays as a you know a twenty nine inch wheel back end. Um, so packaging issues. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that engineers and designers are lazy because that's certainly not the mm. case. But but there are definitely ways around the mullet problem.
2: I I think that might be the case if you have a suspension system in your sort of your catalogue, because everyone has their own way of doing things, that would allow it. One of the earlier... you know, Oh, that just begs the question, though. Is your suspension system right for e-bikes? And are you just using it for the sake of it? And are you producing an e-bike because you feel you have to, rather than because you have the the packaging to be able to do it in in an effective way? Yeah. One of the early sort of first times we really sort of saw a lot of mullets and was especially linked to e-bikes was you know it was was fashion about four years ago i guess when e-bikes came with 29 front and then a plus rear wheel oh yeah because you know there's similar like outside diameter but you got like all these like you know super low pressure like super grippy make the most of the motor by having the smaller 650 plus a two by eight tire on the back Mm -hmm. and that seems to have i'm gonna say thankfully died a death I i was about to also say oh my thank god yeah Thank, um, th- thank, thank the Lord, praise them. But it was definitely a thing, and that kind of kicked. I, th- I feel that kind of maybe kicked off the whole mullet thing mm. in certainly sort of in the in the big, big ways, the big ways, the big um, ways, not the small ones. <laughs> Do you want to talk us through a bit of like we, me and Al have just talked to your bikes. Do you want to talk about downhill bikes and how? Because I think if you look at the downhill scene, there's a lot of downhill bikes now that are mulleted. A lot of racers riding mullets as well.
1: Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Yeah, so, so like, downhill bikes were 650B for quite a while. And then, first round in 2017...
0: Lords. That Tom attended. I was there.
1: You were there. I Sorry, was there. yeah. Yeah, there we are. Um... Santa Cruz unexpectedly brought out a twenty-nine inch downhill bike.
2: They dropped the mic. mines they did. Minds were blown. Yeah. Yeah. Hold mines my beer, watch this. And, and then it rained and
1: then <laughs> <laughs> it rained, the race was turned upside down. Yeah. But still, this bike, everyone kind of the rest of the kind of the pits got a bit panicked about, oh gosh, we don't have this bike, and they do and that's Unfair seems,
0: Advantage.
1: Yeah. In uh. qualifying, they, I think they put three riders in the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, that might not be actually accurate, but they it had was, a very yeah, good story. Nice,
0: no, good story, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, Three riders in the top two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably more. Like yeah. That. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, uh, and it started launching everyone into trying to squeeze in 29 wheels into their downhill bikes. Yeah.
0: So, when Mondraker were quite quick to follow weren't they it seems to so. Danny Hart I remember Danny was like I think he was on Mondraker back then oh, maybe I'm saying a faux pas here but
1: no you're probably right he would have been on Mondraker
0: back and then. I seem to remember like it being a bit of a thing and Danny was one of the people who was like holy moly hmm. I need a 29er like right now and then Fort William at the next round yeah everyone turned up well not everyone a few people turned hmm. up with 29ers
1: yeah so this kind of yeah, uh start jumping into the craze to like bigger wheels on downhill bikes um and then I think they slowly realized that it didn't work for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, the big wheel kind of became a standard at the front. Um, but riders were going, okay, like, actually with that much travel, with 200 mil of travel, and not every rider is as tall as Greg Minar. Mm-hmm. you know, after a few years of trying and testing, it seemed that like, like, like the downhillers thought, okay, we need to probably the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need that smaller wheel at the back, smaller wheel at the back, and we'll keep the big one at the front. Okay. And it's kind of um, evolved into downhill bikes being, yeah, either a mullet setup mm-hmm. or a full 29er. But it seems to be considered the thing that the the larger front wheel carries the speed better. I think pretty much there's no 650b front wheels mm-hmm. on the World Cup circuit at the minute. Um, now, there's one ride on a privateer that's still rocking 26-inch wheels. I saw that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's uh, right. right. Um the majority of, like, yeah, factory teams will be big wheel up front and either... Six fifty B well at the back, depending on the rider preference for all those things you talked about, like yeah. space clearance handling and whatnot. Or the taller riders who can get away with it, or like that, or just like the handling of it or the feel of the large twenty er we'll have that on the rear. It's mm. kind of how that, that that's came how it's play. Come, come to be. And that's kind of I guess transferred over into Endura, really. Um, yeah. similar sort of thing. I think uh bikes developed well if you go back, you know eight, nine years ago, they were, I guess, 29er bikes, but more like 150, 140 mil travel. Yeah. And considered consider trail bikes now.
0: That long ago, like, I mean, it was the, the was it the Specialized Enduro? It was one of the first, like, more extreme 29er bikes. Mm. But you look at the geometry of mm. it now and you're like, oh, is that like, you know, like a down country bike <laughs> in, in terms of the geometry? and everything's progressed
1: hasn't it yeah
2: we've got over the whole like oh 29 is near the steep seat yeah, head exactly. angle because oh, yeah. all that yeah. rubbish yeah, yeah 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 too right yeah
1: so uh but yeah so i think yeah enduro bikes have kind of followed the trend of of downhill bikes
2: so um, are there a lot of ews races racing mullet now
1: there are a few out there yeah 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 there's definitely if you go around the paddock or watch the races you'll see plenty of mullet mm. bikes out there um and again i think it's a bit personal preference, but I think it has to do a bit with rider size as well.
2: Yeah. So. Do you think um, developments in tyre technology have, have aided the world of mullets? Because, you know, when, when they first sort of came out, you'd end up, oh, I don't need to take two, two inches because, you know, punctures are quite a bit more prevalent, like five, six years ago. And now, like, can't really remember, you know, like, it's not that often you get a puncture. and when you do, I you can pre- remember the last time I got yeah, a I puncture. Mean, you, yeah, you're an exception to the rule. You prove it. But, um, you know, we've got all these tyre plugs and all this sort of stuff now. It's much easier to repair a, a, a tuber's tyre, you know, with, with plugs and, and little poo sticks than it was, you know, a few years ago. We'd just whack a, a tube in and therefore having to carry two tubes or stretching a 650 tube or stuffing a 29-inch tube was a bit of a pain.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's certainly helped. I mean, from a, from a consumer's perspective, mm. the mullet bike isn't it's great. Not, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, if you usually put your grippiest most... That least worn tyre on the front right mm. so what what would be happening is you'd buy a brand new tyre you'd stick it on the front you'd stick your worn on front tyre yeah. that's less worn than your current back tyre on the back like you do with your van tyres just like you do with yeah yeah with your vehicles yeah absolutely um but with a mullet
2: you can't you'd do have, that you'd have a very baggy back wheel if you, you tried you'd indeed, need a lot yeah. of gorilla tape wouldn't yeah. you?
0: <laughs> yeah and, and the same same with things like rim replacement yeah you know you'd, you'd run the same rim front and back and you know, okay, I mean, I don't know how many people are swapping rims over, but you know, you'd only need to carry one set of spares. Now you need to carry two sets of spare mm. wheels. Um, you know, there's, there's quite a few like interesting things like that that people don't really think about. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, but you can see like the proliferation of, of mullet bikes. Um, Santa Cruz being a, a good example, as we were talking about them earlier. They're Bronson, yeah. which is their 150 mil travel kind of do it all bike. You know, everything from enduro down to kind of not cross country, but you know, heavy trail, I guess, mm. and that's a mullet bike. Mm. Um and now the new nomad yeah. um has a has a mullet setup. It's migrated from full six fifty B twenty seven and a half to a mullet bike. Yeah. So um everything that was previously twenty-seven and a half has migrated to mullet. Yeah. And I wonder if the next logical step that everything's mullet will now migrate to twenty-nine and yeah. twenty-nine will migrate to well, I don't know, it's probably just the best, isn't it?
2: it is. But that's just my opinion. So
1: there we are. This is it. Then what is the uh, thirty yeah. twos? Tom wants thirty-two's. <laughs>
2: Quite a lot of the bikes that we're seeing now that our mullets have, you know, geometry flip chips or they're able to run 29 and 650 at the back so that they're yeah, thankfully optional. Um, I guess the geometry flip chip maybe sort of negates my question, but do you think we've, we've got the problem now where bike designers are trying to build bikes that can do both and therefore aren't optimized for either?
0: That is an interesting question because I think that y- you see folk who run around on like a DIY mullet setup.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Holy moly. But the bike doesn't I mean, no offense, Luke. I, I've not seen your bike, so I, I can only speak for the people that I have seen. But the seat tube angle looks insanely slack. Mm. It just looks totally wrong. Like the front end looks so high, doesn't look like a happy experience. Um and I think you may be right. There is like a compromise going on mm. there. Um and it's, you know, is it I don't know, is it is it is it good? Is it not? I don't know. It depends how much geometry flip chip you've got. Yeah. Um I know Geometrons. Um, Nikolai Geometron's bike with their I think it's called Shape Shape got some, something. Yeah. Anyway, you can basically change everything to make the geometry on the 29er bike and the mullet bike identical. Mm-hmm. And that's brilliant. Mm. But a flip chip that only does 0.7 degrees of head angle or seat tube angle mm. and 5 mm bottom bracket, like 0.3 and like yeah, it's,
2: three, not enough, it's, it? not worth, it's not is it. It's not enough.
0: It's not enough. You're going to have a compromise somewhere. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know if it's worth it.
2: Mm. No. Mm. so i think uh we'll um we'll we'll briefly chat about our personal experiences hey um i'm i'm getting the drift that um al doesn't like mullets
0: yeah i i mean i don't dislike them so when i ride a mullet bike i'm like yeah this is cool you know it's right. great i just don't really think that they offer any discernible advantage right. over a full 29er um, is
1: this for you
0: this is talking from me and people that I know. Okay. And, and I know some people that are like between five foot two and five foot four who ride full 29ers mm. and don't have any issues. And like I said earlier, I'm not saying bike designers are lazy, but quite a lot of it is to do with packaging and how you design your bike. And there's definitely a way to design a 29 inch wheel bike so that it doesn't hit shorter people's backsides. And so less it, travel. Less travel. Or no, I'm talking about like 150, 160, even mm-hmm. 170 mil travel bikes. And they're not struggling. They're not struggling.
2: How it, are they, I, I mean, I, I get that it's a package thing, but how are they? How are they not struggling? So chainstays are a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but not massively
0: longer. So the back wheel's a little bit further mm-hmm. away. Um, seat tube angles are steep. The frame's geometry is just correct. It's just mm-hmm. right they're, they're, they're not hitting their ass on the tire because mm-hmm. the the wheel's not coming so close mm-hmm. to them.
1: And who's doing it well?
0: So uh, they don't make the bike anymore, which is a bit sad. But a good friend of mine, Adrian Bedford. Um, who used to run Swarf Cycles. His bikes are all 29ers. They're 155mm travel bike. Mm. Um, Marin are doing it really well. Um, Their bikes are are 29ers, so that Alpine Trail. Um, Let's think. Were you saying Yeti? Yeti. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot about Yeti. So Yeti's 160e e-bike. Let me try and think. Oh, white. This is the best example I had most recently. Mm. So their newest E160 RSX e-bike is available in both 29... And mullet setups. Um, same bike, same everything, just a flip chip. Or maybe they change the shock yoke, I think, between the two, between the two, which gives quite a big difference. But the 29er version, no one's hitting their backsides. It's it's just not a thing. It's mm. not a problem. Um, I've even demulleted my own e-bike, which is a Marin um, alpine trail. You can see the article, Bike Radar Builds article on uh, bikeradar.com. Nice. Yeah, please leave a comment if you like it. Um, or if you even if you don't leave a comment. <laughs> we like comments. But nice comments. Yeah, nice comments. <laughs> Smiley face. Um, and I demulleted that, so I took the mullet wheel off and put a 29er on there. Um, and you know, lo and behold, suddenly I wasn't getting the the stripes of I don't know what you want to call them, the rubber t- stripes, tire,
2: stripes. tire yeah. stripes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh... did 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 the bike improve though? Do you think inherent? Yes. Okay, and why why is that... do you think it improved because of where you ride, how you ride, and what you like to feel from a bike?
0: Uh, could be. So outright speed higher
2: yeah because grips, smoother higher. back end yeah. because bigger wheel more rollover better, rollover, yeah, all that. better
0: grip so yeah. more speed better confidence and from a personal perspective i don't have the issue of like needing the handling to be super quick to get it to turn quickly because mm-hmm. that can be achieved from like a technique point of mm-hmm. view you can make a, a slow bike turn quickly mm-hmm. if you work it hard enough mm-hmm. um that's not to say that mullet bikes are bad. So I've ridden loads that bike of the year, e-bike, most of them were mullet bikes. And, you know, it's brilliant. But you do notice a discernible difference in how stable they are. And it's not like the front end is stable and the back end is flicky. It's, and I was saying this to you guys earlier, oh my God, we nearly dropped everything then. There was nearly a, an explosion of microphones. Um, they're on like um I can't remember. A continuum was the the word that I used. At one end, you've got stable, mm-hmm. and at the other end, you've got unstable. And a really short bike with tiny wheels is going to be super unstable. A really long bike with big wheels and good geometry is going to be super stable. And you make a mullet bike, and it sits somewhere between it, probably a little less stable than a 29er, mm. but a little bit more stable than a full 650B bike.
1: Have you ever been on a mullet bike, I mean, going down the hill at, at top speed as fast as you can and gone this bike isn't stable enough
0: yes you have yes so the example of this is the e-bike of the year winner the nukeproof megawatt okay which is an incredible bike it is genuinely an amazing category winning bike but there are definitely times when compared to the full 29er bike also in the test which was the mondraker level r that i was like actually this is less stable it's not stable enough
1: it's not stable enough or just less stable
0: okay just less stable let's let's go with that and be safe yeah okay so you notice a difference and there are obviously other differences within that bike um another example why
1: did that one beat the 429 is there was it
0: it was easier to ride to a certain point quicker Mm -hmm. so you could jump on it it was easier to ride because you didn't have to work so hard to get it to do the things that you wanted to do okay. because it's slightly less stable.
1: Could you ride it for a higher speed for longer because it's not so fatiguing to ride at that
0: speed? I would personally say no. I think you can ride a 29er for longer, faster. Because you it's smoother. It because it's less. smoother, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where I sit, really. I, I think that they're brilliant. They're amazing. I can't see why you wouldn't, want to have one if that's all that is being offered i.e you know go there's out nothing wrong th- with it exactly yeah go out and get one they're, they're amazing yeah. i nearly, nearly said the f word there we nearly <laughs> had to have an explicit warning yeah. um they're flipping amazing um but given the option i would always always choose the 29er 29 if there was an option
2: <laughs> and that's me luke i'm hoping that you've got a slightly different opinion
1: a Different. i my bike for for is the a at minute um so my long term bike is a evil insurgent and originally, Evil designed that bike as a 650B bike. So that's their longest travel bike, has like 168 mil rear travel. Um, it was originally designed around a 180, 27 and half inch fork. But they they spec'd it. They said we we'll put a 29 inch fork on the front. We we'll drop the travel to 170 and we we'll sell it as a, a, a mullet bike. Mm. And that's my long term of this year. Um, Last year I had a Cube Stereo 170, which is a, a 170 front and rear full twenty nine Enduro bike. Um, do I think the mullet is better? I I'm gonna i am gonna annoy you, Tom, or no. disappoint you and say for me personally, I don't have to have a mullet bike.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, and you, you're This is not offensive This is purely observational You're not the tallest
1: I'm um, no I'm not tall H- What are you like 5'7 So 5'8 173 Apologies Yeah
0: <laughs> Just <laughs> rub ro- link of an inch, of an inch.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, I'm yeah. quite wide So I probably don't look as tall. Quite quite wide. Wide. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the, uh, I can see how you might you Yeah know. sorry That's right Yeah no, so Yeah 173 5'8 um, Like so Robin Our senior tech editor in chief He We're pretty similar heights so, I think I've got a whole one centimeter on him.
0: Uh, also, ev- everyone says that Rob is the senior technical editor in chief, which is like a double dose of title. <laughs> I believe he is just simply technical <laughs> editor in chief. Yeah. He didn't get a
2: senior foot on his. No, he did not.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Unlike it reeves. <laughs> um, but we have quite different body shapes. Even though they're the same height, I've got much longer legs and a short torso. Mm. And he's got shorter short legs, legs and yeah. a longer You've got
0: body. a model's body, that's what you're saying.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Apart from the height. <laughs> Apart from the but height, beautiful yeah. long legs. Yeah. Beautiful. So, um, See, so, yeah, I don't know if that has anything to play into it, um, but I have an event coming up and I could have chose a bike to go and do this event on oh, and I chose a 429er. Mm. Interesting. Um, rather than a, a mullet. Uh,
2: is it fair to say, though, that both of you guys prioritise all-out speed? for like how you measure sort of yeah. fun. So
1: even, I think me and Alex have quite different riding styles. Yep. We both appreciate trying to go fast down the hill. Um, but I think we both ride and corner yeah, yeah. very differently. So if I follow Alex, I'm surprised how direct he goes and how much just point pressure he's making a turn and just turn on one square single Square every corner. Yeah, just bang. That's where I'm going to turn and that's it. And I'm a lot different. I kind of Carve a lot more of a round arm, arguably creature. the
2: better way of doing it. I don't it. think it is the correct it. way, depends oh, on what school. your opinion, what your bearings opinions are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't blow
1: as many tires off a wheel as Alex does, and yeah. I, I don't get as many punctures I'm sure. But, um, but like Alex says, you can maneuver a 29er bike if you have to, given his technique. Um, and I guess that, but there's two different ways of doing it, if you know what I mean. But yeah, like you said, we're probably both trying to go all that speed, but. I uh, I have my mullet bike at the minute, mm. and I it still can go faster than I can go.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, what I mean, it's yeah, yeah. A, like if I had that exact bike in a twenty nine er and the exact bike in a mullet, could I get down the bottom of the hill in the same time? Probably, because mm-hmm. I think they're just the bikes are better than mm-hmm. I am. If you know what I mean.
0: So we we, are, we kind of well we didn't quite put it to bed, but we we tried our hardest to put this to bed. And MBUK staff writer Will Sothe. Uh, did actually answer the question, what's faster, a 29er or a mullet bike for a feature that he did for Bike Radar. It's also online. Please leave a comment Um, if you like it. Or if you don't like it, also leave a comment. (laughs) But nice comments only, please. Um, And there wasn't a statistical significance between the timed runs, basically. Mm. And he did it on a Geometron where you could completely make the geometry identical. We were just changing the wheels.
1: I know he would choose the mullet bike to ride.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, so I've also, another thing that's quite interesting about mullet bikes is the feel of the bottom bracket to handlebar height relationship. And I always feel like mullet bikes have incredibly big stack height Mm -hmm. and it's possible to make the stack height lower. They can do that. But the sheer nature of having a smaller back wheel, you know, so the back ends like lower just intrinsically the Mm. axle to the ground height is lower. It has to be, uh, versus the handlebars. Yeah, think than the front than the front yeah, wheel. Yeah. yeah, qualify that than the front wheel, mm. not just lower mm-hmm. full stop. Um, you know, unless your bottom bracket's raised right up, so you have less BB drop, which also you can do. But generally speaking, it, the front end feels quite high. Yeah, on mullet bikes, at least every one that I've I've ridden recently, um, and that's something that I also struggle with because mm. it you can't if it's if it's naturally higher. You know, if they've got a low BB, fairly high stack height because twenty nine inch wheel, twenty nine fork, high front end, mm. low back end. It's quite hard to make that lower um which is another handling consideration mm.
1: is there any consideration you think okay so me and you ride i mean we're not so tall but we have considered preferences and we both probably prefer a 29er given the choice but for people who aren't as aggressive as us who are still trying to get into kind of the gravity side of things or shorter riders is there any merit you think for the mullet or do you think just get a bike that's designed properly for a 29er
0: yeah 100% get a bike that's designed properly for a 29er for you mm. um, I can't see why you would actively choose to have a
2: bike that is less stable um, I, I'm, I'm going to stick my oar in Go on then as Which way of, are you paddling? Well as as sort of I sort of insinuated you know you, you both get your kicks out of going really fast mm. there are riders out there who don't get their kicks out of going flat out but get their kicks from sort of I don't know I don't want to say pissing around but you know like pissing around on the bikes a bit and for there, like, having that slightly less stable rear end might be, like, uh, you know, like, it's only incredibly anecdotally, but, you know, the rider went out the other day, it was a mullet, first time I've ridden a mullet, really, for a little while and, like, and I'm not going to attribute, sort of, the fun I had on that bike to the fact that it definitely was a mullet, because I also hadn't ridden that bike before and, you know, it's been a long time since I've ridden an e-bike but, I liked, like, I'm never going to win a race, I'm never, I'm not that fast, but I like, you know, pulling little skids or like a corner or whatever it is and if it's easier to do that with a slightly less stable rear end I, maybe I'd take that
0: so extend that further then and what about if you get your kicks from just surviving and I mean, suddenly suddenly you, the instability is playing against you
2: but that I mean, and that's one of the reasons why I've always liked shorter travel trail bikes because that instability that sort of like more on the edge feel for the speed I'm going that's why you know we were chatting in our dream bikes uh dream garage podcast the other day Luke. how like you know you've gone for like really long travel enduro bikes because you can go really fast and i always opt for like a shorter travel bike because i'm never going to go that fast so so i could never push a bigger bike to its anywhere close to its limits and the smaller the bike the more in- unstable it is the closer i can get to that feeling of being on the edge and i really like that because i'm not trying to go super fast because i can't and i like having a bike that feels like i'm Know pushing my limits a little bit, and maybe that's easier on on a mullet or a a shorter travel or a you know heavier sprung bike, whatever it might be. You know, yeah,
0: I guess there's a reason why BMX is well, they have 22 inch wheels now, don't they? But, um, you know, they've got smaller wheels, more maneuverable, Mm. um, dirt jump bikes.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, and that's always been, you know, this is another, another topic conversation. This is why I've never been like super into those really long, slack bikes.
0: I think there's a limit. There's definitely a limit. And once you cross over that threshold of like length, stability, whatever, mm. suddenly it's, you're, you're almost working too hard. You have hard. to
2: go so fast yeah. in order to get the bike yeah. feeling anything other than totally
0: lethargic. Yeah, 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, unless you have like mega super skills, mm. like uh, Paul Aston, who is a, you know, big proponent, um, he's, he's an ex-editor mm. at a, uh, rival publication mm. um magenta bike <laughs> yes <laughs> lovely color um you know he, he he's a massive proponent of super super long bikes um and but he's, he's got the skills to back it up yeah yeah. so you know he can do stoppy turns around hairpins at fifty thousand miles an hour mm. not all of us can do that mm. so he you know he can go even longer he can have like a 500 mil chainstay length yeah and be fine
2: um, Isn't that what he's building? He's yes, he is. Yeah, a, which he's is on yeah. the built for him. Yeah, yeah Ridiculous bike. Um, um, I don't think I'll be able to ride it. I think, I think there's a lot more we could say, but I think we've got to go to our weekly bike radar planning meeting to make sure that the rest of the content on the website is all very nice and up to date. So yeah. I think we have covered off a lot of things. There, we've talked about what a mullet bike is, why you know the the ben- bit, the benefits and the pros and the cons and what you like, what you like, and and that's so I think we've covered it off fairly well. So yeah. I think we'll call it call it quits there. Yeah. Thanks ever so much, Luke. Thanks, Al. I, was, I think it was actually interesting.
0: I think so. I mean, I, just a cl- closing thought for me is, yeah, yeah. is um, pick pick a bike that you like. Yeah. You know,
2: it doesn't matter what wheel size it is. If you like it, just go for it. Ultimately, like, the top pros are racing on both. Mullets yeah. and 29s. And they're winning on tw- yeah. Mullets and 29s. So, yeah.
1: These, yeah. All of these bikes are going to be... I say fast superior than what I can do with them and no doubt what Al and you can do with them, Tom. Thanks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> or Al.
0: <laughs> Shoot you know. No, you're yeah. definitely not speaking out of turn for me, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, riding the struggle but, uh, bus over here. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's, uh, there's a lot of fast people that are hammering these bikes and uh, there's, everyone's got a preference. Me now probably maybe prefer 29ers, but it's not to say they are hands-down better.
0: Yeah. yeah. And and manufacturers, if you're listening, please make, uh, if if you're going down the mullet route, Mm. please give the option for for a 29er. With a proper geometry flip chip that actually
2: changes the geometry as opposed to... 100%. Yeah.
0: and and I guess same for the reverse of that. If you're only making 29ers you know maybe you can investigate having a, having some sort of chip in there mm. for, for mullets. But don't 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 exclude one mm. for the sake of the other. You know, I think I think that's the the danger ground there. Because I'll be gutted if we're only just riding mullets for okay. the rest of forever. I will shed a tear on that day. Lovely stuff.
2: Well, thanks again, and um, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully you've subscribed if you haven't please do subscribe share it with your friends drop us a review if you can and don't forget any questions whether they're for our tech Q&A podcasts or suggestions for other podcasts or whether you just got any fan mail yeah if you just want to say hey we've been enjoying the podcast Um, incredibly long legs Luke beautiful (laughs) yeah (laughs) then it's uh, podcast at bikeradar.com yeah thanks very much thank you cheers